And if you can, I'm glad that uh, that Friday night is important to you that you had come to church because yeah. uh, you're going to get more than a barbecue here yeah. or whatever. So God, God's going to bless you real good. I want to remind you that besides the regular services, um, Sunday morning and then uh, Sunday night they got something going special here, but uh, Monday night we start back up for the whole week. Um, my wife will be coming in uh, Monday night, so she'll be here Tuesday morning and through the week, and also my daughter-in-law's coming with her. So then we, we start Tuesday at 10 o'clock, right? And then 7 o'clock for the rest of the week. It'll be morning meetings and night meetings. So we want to remind you of that. Next Thursday night will be double up night. Praise God. But uh, praise God forevermore. I had a, a, a sensation today just in my room spending time. and uh, You know, hearing from God. And I had the sensation, like I was, uh, like, uh, have you ever been in a car and you put the gas on and it kind of throws you back? I kind of felt that. I said, what is that? It was in the spirit. He said, I'm speeding things up. I'm speeding things up for this revival. Things are being sped up. Then I'm very cautious because I don't want to get up and preach something you know, that he gave me if it wasn't for the rest of the body of Christ. And, and, and it is, it's for the rest of the body of Christ. Those that are going to move with God. Yep. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, Tony, if you'd do me a favor, uh, Brother Tony, if you'd get a hold of our office and, and get that, a picture of the wave, transmit, I don't know, you know how to do all that stuff, but I, I need it for next week, okay? We'll just put it up here and on the screen. All right, praise God. So we're moving ahead. I said we're moving ahead. And many of us that, that have been aware of this for a couple years, we, we've been changing things. Things have been, things, you know, getting in position and getting ready and so forth like that. At least I know that we have. And, and I had, I had a, a big old long list that I needed things to be moved out of the way and taken care of. And that list is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You know, because... Glory be to God. Now, now, what do you mean by a list? Well, a couple years ago when God said, lighten up. And I know that he wasn't jive talking me. Hey, dude, lighten up. Now, I know what he's talking about. He's just lighten up your load. You know, you, 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 you're believing for all these things, but he said, now, now not, I wouldn't call it downsizing, but in the natural, you could call it that. But he said, the things that, you, all these other things that you got to believe in, maintain. You, you know, maintain, like I got commercial properties and stuff like that, that I have to maintain it with my faith. Because from 2007, we had a dip. I was getting ready to build a 30,000-square-feet office building, and the bank said, okay, and everything. A week later, they phoned back and said, we're giving all your money that you spent because we told you to go, but we're not going to do it. So I've got property sitting empty where we were going to build that. See, well, I've got to maintain that. That's right. That's right. 
You, you see what I'm talking about? So that's what he was talking about, lighten up that for you'll be able to run faster. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Glory be to God. In other words, things, things that were important before are not important no more. There's other important things. Glory be to God. That's what he said, seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first. So me and my wife, we got our bags packed. What I'm, you know what I mean by that? We're ready. Whatever the Lord wants us to do, we are ready. We're not, you know, uh, locked into something. We're just going to move with the Holy Ghost. And that's when he told me two years ago, now start your Bible school, get that ready. He said, and I pulled up one day in the parking lot and, and there was a playground. He said, I, I want office buildings and I want, I want uh, uh, school rooms for, for your school to build there. I said, Lord, I got, my, I got my rubber band of faith just as stretched as far, it seemed like it's just gonna break. You know what? So I just went ahead and dig a ditch and, and started on it. We're about halfway now, but it'll, it'll all come to pass. Amen. Now, I'm going to say this to you by the Spirit of God. I'm toasted, forgive me. I'm just all afternoon, you know, I'm waddled out into the, you know, the lobby, and he's sitting there, and he's toasted too, you know. He's sitting there like, well, <laughs> wild-eyed Filipino, you know, sitting there like, I know. <laughs> But there's a good anointing in these meetings, I'm telling you. My wife said, she says, how's it going? I said, just outstanding. You better get here or you might miss out. <laughs> but, but anyway, praise God. I said, praise God. Praise God. So things that used to be important are not important no more. Other things are. Amen. So all the things, you know, one thing we've been believing for, we had, we had some situations happen to my, my, one of my airplanes that, and, uh, and, uh, and, and the Lord did a miracle for us during camp meeting and God gave us the money to, to, to get our new brand new jet engine, you know, it was up in, up, in, uh, up in Canada where they print and whatening, you know, where they do all that. And now, see, that, that, I've been believing for that, you know, for a year and a half. There were some things that happened to the airplane. They, uh, they, uh, we had to peel some of the skin off and, and redo things. And then there were some factory things they found in there that weren't right. And, then, and, and I was believing for that. Insurance paid that. That was $150,000. Then I had an engine that, that, that had low time, but, but, the, but they put bad fans in there. The fans. I don't know if you know anything about engines, but they have fans in there. And they would break off a little bit. Now, you don't want little pieces of metal going through your engine at 40,000 feet. That's why they go in there and they check it, you know, with a little thing of light. Say, well, they found it in this engine. Well, here's another miracle God did. That's a half, that's a half a million dollars for that engine to get it completely redone. Well, uh, the company, we had favor with the company, and, and they paid, uh, paid 400000 of it. God. Well, I had to come up with the rest. You know, the rest of it, what, what it was. You know, because when you use it, they go by time how much you used it, and then they knock that off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, see, that was on me. 
believing for that. Well, that's taken care of. Uh, today, they're shipping my engine. So I, I say this pretty bird's coming home. Yeah. Plus, the insurance company paid for a part of a new paint job. And I said, I don't want a part new paint job. So I, I paid for the rest, and we got a brand new paint job. Brand new, two brand new engines, actually. So you know what I'm talking about? See, what happening? You see, we're getting everything's falling in place. That's what I heard today. Things are being sped up. Things are being sped up. Praise God. Things are being sped up for you. Yes. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. And then, I, you know, some of these properties, they're gone too in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And then see, this is what to do. See, now I'm not going to relax my faith. You know, so, oh, I can relax my faith now. No, I got, it. I got that thing stretched that far. I'm just going to keep it there. Just... And, 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 and divert it to what God wants us to do today with the Bible school and, and meetings on the road and everything, all the different things, you see? That, so that's what he meant, lighten up. Praise God. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God forevermore. Glory to God. But if you've got your Bibles with you, uh, 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 go over to uh, Hebrews chapter 2. And I want to, I want to talk a little bit about he's speeding up those endowments that he talks about here. Things, things are. Uh, look at here in, in Hebrews chapter two, verse four. And God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with divers miracles, and gifts. Everybody say gifts. Yes. Gifts. Uh, of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Now, if you have a, a Bible like mine, there's a, there's a letter or a number sometimes that you can have in the, there, number four, and then you have a letter, a V, and it says, or dispositions. Dispositions. In other words, distributions of these gifts. Now, in 99, when I went to heaven, didn't ask for it, wasn't looking for it, it just happened in a service, just like this, strong anointing. And, 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 and I was in a meeting just preaching away, and, and, and uh, I mean, get in a meeting, and the anointing fell like it did last night. Things, you know, happened. And then and, and I ministered for, I don't know, about 50 minutes by the Spirit. And then uh, uh, everybody's laying on the floor. You know, when, when anointing comes like that, you move with it, see? And so I, I, I did, you know, and, and my son was with me, Stephen. He was helping me out of the service. Got over and they had four floors there in Oakland, at downtown Oakland, and uh, it was a church. And when we got the elevator, he pushed the elevator button. When he did the elevator door, when that happened, I felt myself leaving my body. I said, I felt myself leaving my body. And I, and I did, and two angels came in and they were working on my body. I don't know all about that, but I guess you gotta keep your body going. If your spirit leaves, you're dead. This grave, all these graveyards you got around here, there's no spirit in those bodies. They're, they're dead. They're dead, dead. There's no spirit. Even the lady that walks around with a dress on in there, you know. 
<laughs> we kid each other. And I said, did you, read, did you read the paper this morning? They said they had a sighting of that lady who had the dress walking around in a... <laughs> just kidding around, having fun. <laughs> and, and, and God said, come up, come up. I want to talk to you about the future of your ministry. And I want to show you some things. Now, I can't, you know, there's so many things. Plus, after that experience, sometimes after that experience, he adds things. He says, now, this is some of the things that I was saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, uh, and, and, but the thing that I want to talk about tonight that, that he told me, he brought me to this scripture. I mean, he didn't open his Bible because I didn't see him. I was on my face. I just saw some feet there, you know, with a, and, a, and a beautiful robe, you know, just the hem of the robe. I took it, it was Jesus. And uh, I said, uh, and he said, now, now these dispositions that I'm, they're going to be increased in the earth. That's when, that's when he talked about, uh, uh, he talked about, uh, <laughs> He talked about the, uh, the apostle and the prophet and how the, the church hadn't seen them at full potential power. We haven't seen that. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And he said, but you're going to see that in this wave. And then the other night I made reference to, he reminded me what uh, Brother Summerall said. You know, and that Remember that Philippine? I don't know if it was here that talked about one where I was in the airplane with Dr. Summerall. Was that here in this meeting? I go so many meetings, but but it, and he was took me up front there with him and yeah. talked to me about this next wave yes, that was about to happen. Yes, hallelujah. hallelujah! I said hallelujah! Hallelujah! And uh, and then the Lord said about these dispositions. They're going to increase all the gifts of the Spirit and all the, all the gift ministries. Yes, yes. They're going to increase. Hallelujah. Stand up for a minute. Stand up. Give God praise. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I, I don't know. You got something? Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Praise God. I, I just feel I have something. I'll be right back. Glory be to God. Praise God. Just obey God. Glory be to God. Glory, glory, oh, the glory is here. Hallelujah. Yes, the glory is here. I can sense his mighty presence in the very atmosphere. For whatever you may need. So whatever you may need, just reach out and receive and say it's mine. I take it now. I 
take it now. Let's sing that again. Reverence God's presence in here. Oh, the glory is here. Yes, the glory is here. I can sense His mighty presence in the very atmosphere. So whatever you may need, just reach out and receive and say it's mine. I take it now. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you. Glory be to God. So he said, he said, he said now there's going to be an increase of these endowments. And he talked about the pastoral to me. Now listen up. He said the pastor, he said, he, he called them shepherds, feeders. He said feeders. Not entertainers, but feeders. And he said, the churches in this revival will not, the, the, the churches, the feeders that, that uh, give the word out. See, you can't grow if you don't give no word. You can entertain, you can have the, but without the word, you'll never grow. And there won't be no fruit. No fruit. You can have crowds, but no fruit with God. So he, he said, he said, uh, 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 he said, you're going to see that. And tell my pastor, you've heard me say, tell the pastors that don't compromise not to be looking at the big numbers. You know, my wife, the Lord dealt with her, the Fondonia revelation. That ain't part of the Bible. That's part of a city where we was at where God spoke to her and it's helped a lot of ministers. And she spoke that at your church. I don't know, maybe we'll have a Jamestown revelation while, while she's here. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, he just said, now I'm working up something here. And he said now, uh, he, he said, you, you'll see those churches. And the other day I was hearing an old tape, I don't know, 79, maybe 79, 80, and I heard Dad say the same thing. In the last days that, that the churches won't be able to hold the people. Maybe that's why a lot of them build them so big, but they didn't get filled or something. But he said that they'd be, they'd be full. See, that's what the Lord showed me in 99, that there would be a time, there would be some churches will have services six days a week. In the morning and at night. One day off because God took a day off and he were up, but six days a week. And of course, it'd take a staff to do that, you know, because one pastor couldn't do all those meetings. Are you listening? Now listen to what the Spirit of God is saying. Hallelujah. But then he sent an apostle. Now I remember Dad Summerall, I think he died in, what, 93? I think it was 93. Or no, not 90. Excuse me, huh? 95, maybe 95. 
95, he said. But see, when I was in, in the front of that Filipino 747 going to the Philippines with him in 1980, and he, told, he was telling me the same things that what Jesus told me because he reminded me You know, there's some folks here tonight that you can't see. We're compass about with a cloud of witnesses. You know, those that went ahead, they're still involved in helping them. Spiritual things, they don't know everything that's going physically, but they're, anyway, I don't know how far I can go with that, Lord, but praise. <laughs> there's some other folks here that are in heaven. We're compass about with a cloud of witnesses. Well, Dad Summerall said Smith Wigglesworth talked about how he, you know, he grabbed him. He, was, he had to leave 1939. He had to leave London because the, the, the Nazis were starting to come on over and, and everybody that wasn't a citizen had to leave. So he was going to tell Dr., uh, Brother Smith Wigglesworth goodbye. And, uh, and, 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 and many times, Dad Summerall, we'd be sitting down and I'd ask him about it. And then say, and I, you, you learn after a while being around those men what button to push. Amen. We had Dad Hagen one, one night and, and, and we locked Rich out of the, <laughs> kidding around. Rich, if you want to, don't get it. I know he won't get offended, but we locked him out. Because <laughs> he was trying to get Dad to go, but he wanted to stay. And we, man, he just talked and talked and talked and talked. Told us about the Goodwins Church. Told us why they didn't build and everything else. Yeah. And we asked him, well, how, how was that church? I mean, why? And this is what he said, not bragging. And give my wife all the credit. He's, well, it's like your church. He said, they flow in the Holy Ghost there. That's what he said. He said, like, like your church here. You see? So you got to understand, when they pass, when you go from generation to generation, there's information that the next generation needs. You see, that's why impartations are so important. The devil would like to stop impartations and stop a whole generation, stop the whole move of God And we, well, my wife's got notebook after notebook when we were up in Canada and the, and the meeting got shut down because electricity, the grid, I don't know if you remember that in 2003, the grid went out. And we benefited from that because every day we'd go out, to, we were invited to go to lunch and dinner and we just talk, sit around talking with that. And, and you know, other people talking about other things, but I, I, we'd get pushing the button. You know what I... That happens to me sometimes. I'll be sitting with some ministers and they push the right button and things just start coming out of me. I think you fellas are learning that, huh? And, they, and after we're done eating, said, well, uh, 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 thanks, thanks for the University of the Spirit you know, going to school. You see, you learn how to do it. See, Dr. Summerall, that's when I'd get around him and I'd ask him you know, about that incident, because he was in his book, uh, several of his books. Yeah. 
And every time he, 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 it was the same thing, but there was other things he didn't say before. See, now listen, that information is important information for you and me. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. That's why it's important not trying to build a crowd or anything. We got one, but, but you know, to, to get people in these meetings, you can get importations either by speech or the laying on of hands or something that was said. I remember sometimes I'd be in Dad Hagen's meeting and he'd go by and slap me in the head. I said, thank you. That's right. thank you. If I got any dumbness in me, you can knock it out. Praise God. I want to, are you listening? We enjoyed it. I had one time, he had that big ring and he hit me in the head about the prophet's anointing. Said, Brother Ed, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, about that prophet. He hit me and blood, he cut myself and the blood was coming down here. He sent Rich to get me and bring me back. He said, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, well, I was preaching. I saw blood coming out. I said, well, I'll just call it the blood covenant prophecy. You can bloody me up all you want. I don't care. See, when you're hung, when you understand spiritual things, hallelujah. See, these ministers work with that. They got something. See, they got something for this generation. And God's not done with them for that all to get out and to get it to the next. That's what our Bible school's all about, for we can get it to the next generation. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But, uh, uh, so he, he talked to Brother, he came to him and said, I need you to pray and bless me. You know, I'm leaving, I gotta leave. So he grabbed him and pulled him in and started weeping. And he said, he said you could feel his tears came off of his face and it would drop on my face. He said he had big hands, you know, and he said then he started prophesying about the first right after World War II. He said Hitler go to hell and, and, and Mussolini or something like that. Those other guys were involved. He's all of them that didn't. But he said there's going to be a revival. Now listen, America has been through a, a drought for the last eight years, seven years. And now we're, we're, America's gonna have a revival, a revival in Washington, a revival yes. everywhere. Yes, 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 yes. Let me tell you something, the church is, not, is in charge, not because there's a liberal, a Democrat, a Republican, or moderate, or whatever. That has nothing to do with the fact that we can vote right and do things and get right people. But the church is, we're in control of what goes on in America and what we're gonna allow in America. <laughs> then he talked about the healing revival. Then he talked about the charismatic revival. He said to go in all different denominations. Then he, then he said, he kept saying, and I see, I see, see. So Smith Wigglesworth must have been a seer too. He was called an apostle of faith, but he was also a prophet. He said, I, I see different denominations getting baptized in what we call the charismatic revival. But then he said there's another revival right before Jesus comes. And that's the revival of the gifts of the Spirit. Well, that's what Jesus referred to when he told me and reminded me what Dad Summerall, and he said, and Dad Summerall said, now, Brother Ed, you're going to be a part of that. Well, I'm, 
At that time, I was barely a pastor. <laughs> you know, besides, but he said, you're going to be part of that. Wow. Well, he, Jesus re- rehearsed that. I mean, said that, what he said. He said, yeah, and you're going to be a part of it, and this is your part. He started showing me the part. Now, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything about the uh, apostle. Dad, Dad Summerall, right before he died, he said, Brother Ed, I see another gift. Everywhere you go, where you move, a church gets built. He said, I see another office, and that's the office of the apostle. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I appreciate that. That's nice, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to think about that. And he grunted. I don't know. Dr. Summerall had a grunt of face. I don't know if you've been around some of these guys that are just full of faith. He had a grunt of faith. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. He'd go like, huh. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't doubt what he said. It was just, at that time I had other things going, you know, to, to accept that, you know, that, and that was in the mid-90s. Well, here we're in, in, the, in 99, he, he He's talking about these endowments. He said there's an endowment for any sickness that has a name under the curse. Every sickness and disease uh, that's under the curse, sickness, there's an endowment to kill it and destroy it, annihilate it. And what I preached the first night, see, you you got to know that you're redeemed from that and take your authority. Yes. He said, and Dr. Summerall said the same thing. He said there'll be, and, and, and then of course he talked to me about the, 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 the flesh church and the spirit church because that was starting to happen back there and it bothered me then. Yep. And, and, and you know, it was bothering my spirit. I said, if this is you, I want to be involved. Over what you're doing, I want to be involved. No, he said that'll, that'll produce. The Bible says you sow to the flesh, you reap corruption. He said that'll reap corruption. And a lot of it is in churches drinking and carrying on and doing all kinds of things. But he said you sow, you sow to the Spirit, you reap everlasting. See, that's, that's this kind of church. See, we sow to the Spirit of the man. We know if we get the Spirit of the man right, then outside will look better. Amen. You, amen. And get your mind renewed and, and, and in your spirit, man. You, you see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But he said that these endowments will be at a time full potential power. And that's when he, I felt a hand come on my head and he said, now I'm going to give you an endowment to kill cancer. And we have had cancer cases, cancer cases. And he said, it'll start, he said it'll start at 30%, but it'll grow. We're way above that now. You know, I said we're way above that percentage-wise because we, we see people in four-stage cancer completely healed. Now, does everybody get healed? No, but we're working on it. He told me there's going to be a move. This move is going to be grace and his love. People you wouldn't heal because you're mad at, but God will heal them because of his mercy and love. 
And then, you know, a matter of time, then he talked about, you know, creative miracles and everything. That would be another sermon in itself. Well, then he reminded me back in 1978. He said, do you remember when I came in that first building that you had? Well, actually, it was the second building. We, we rented a, a building that had about, barely could put 50 chairs in there for my first church. Well, we outgrew that, and then we went downstairs and built a bigger one. And it had all glass in the back. You know, those, uh, uh, what do you call that, storefront glass office buildings. And, and uh, so we rented that because we were growing, got more chairs. And, and on a Sunday night, I had a, a, a fellow by the name of Tim Tanner come and preach. He was a, a man of God and, and preached. And he, and he went to our church there. And I had him preach, and he preached on the tangibility of the Holy Ghost. And he said, uh, and he, he got finished preaching that. It was powerful. He ministered to people. Then I got up, and, and when I got up, I grabbed the pulpit. I grabbed the pulpit because I was wobbling, like I was doing in the lobby, <laughs> in, in, in the back room here, just wobbling under that anointing. And there's ushers moved in. And were holding me, and all of a sudden the glory of God came right through that glass. And that glory, when it moved up, it moved up to, to you know, uh, when it moved up to a row, those people would fall out on the power and move up. And it came up and came up and moved up. And I, I'm just sitting there watching it, and these guys are holding me up, big guys, holding me up. I'm just looking at it, watching it. And, uh, then when it, when it got right about, oh, the, the glory got right about here, Jesus stepped out. And when he stepped out, we all went down. When he stepped out of that cloud, we all fell out. It's similar like what happened in Mexico when that glory came in. You remember, he stepped out of that glory and talked to me and some of the other ministers there. We were all on our face. Yeah. And see, you're going to see the glory. In all my meetings in the last two years, we've had the glory at different degrees. It was the strongest degree was in Mexico where everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. Matter of fact, we got pictures of it. You can see it in the, in the camera, the glory. And a lot of times, if you watch our services, sometimes you, you'll see that glory in our church. Hallelujah. But he stepped out, and when he did, it, it fell. And, and then I laid there a little bit, and, 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 and I said, help me up. And when I did, Jesus was standing right there. He said, I come to answer your prayer. And I think, well, which, which prayer? I don't know about you. I have several things I pray about. You know, I said, well, which one? You know, all of them? I praise the Lord. And I know you will. You know, you just... He said last week, and it was last week, he said you was over in San Fernando Valley and you held a, in a, in a holiday inn, you was holding a meeting. And what I did back in those days, I'd get a good Catholic area and I'll say, Catholic boy has vision of Jesus, and I mail it to their houses. I'd get mailers, and, 
and you know, and a picture of me, and had a picture of Jesus. Catholic boy has a picture of Jesus, and and uh, and, uh, and and spoke to him about having a healing anointing. Well, they came out by the cross. They filled the auditorium up. Catholics, Pentecostals, they're too busy watching X-rated movies. You know, they anyway. I behave myself. And they came out to that. Well, what I'd do is, you know, I'd, I'd give my, a testimony how I got saved. Then I'd have people come, and then I'd minister the sick. So I'm ministering the sick, and they're all, everybody, all of them come up. See, as long as they knew I was Catholic, I was all right. I didn't tell them that I was Pentecostal. There's <laughs> different ways of catching fish. That's why the Lord had me do it. And there was a... We had, we had to send cars maybe this size with me ministering the sick and everything else. And we had a line, and I come up to this one line, and in the back of that postcard, there was two deaf people. They couldn't talk, deaf and dumb. And they had a little sign on, the, on, my, on my, for sure, and, they, and it said, can you help us? We're deaf and dumb. Something like that. And just them standing there like this. It, I, I, I couldn't handle it. I don't know. The compassion of God came on me. And I, I just started weeping. I, I laid hands on them. You know, do it. I don't know where they healed. I don't know. I just, by faith, they were. You know what I mean? And I went down. Now, Jesus is reminding me of that last week. He said, now, that was compassion coming out of you. And I felt so helpless. I don't know if you've ever felt, because you can't heal. You can't heal an ear. You can't heal a heart. I know that. I, when people tell me, now we don't want none of that Holy Ghost stuff, on Sunday, especially Sunday morning, I say, I don't understand what you're talking about because I preach by the Holy Ghost. If I don't have the Holy Ghost, I can't sing. Just ask my wife and my family. <laughs> Unless I get in the Spirit. I have sang in the Spirit. Hallelujah. And he said, I've come to answer your prayer. And he said, that's what he was saying. He said, put your hand out. And I put my hand out. Now he said in 1971, he didn't appear to me, but that anointing came into my right hand. Now I put my hand out, just like I did two years ago, with that apostleship. He said, put your hand out. See, he gives you an endowment. He gives you an endowment. He gives you an endowment. If you're going to start a church, he gives you an endowment to do that. Or forget it. That's right. That's right. Without the anointing. You saw how they went flying the other night. See, this anointing that destroys the yoke. My first church started out in 1975, and it grew in, in eight years, seven and a half years, it grew to a thousand people because of the anointing, because I sure did. I didn't go to Bible school. I didn't know nothing about a church. But God said to pastor for a while. Then when I obeyed him, then Brother Copeland asked me to come. I'd go to his meetings, and we'd, we'd usher for him when he come to California. He had me on his radio program, and that's how my field ministry started. And it was harder. You couldn't count them on your ten fingers. Word of faith churches. Raymond wasn't going then or that time when I... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So he, he said, uh, so he said, step your hand, I'm going to give you an endowment. And then he told me, now you stick your fingers like I did with sister the other night. He said, stick your fingers in their ears. And he said, many times you will know what it is. If it's a spirit or if there's something missing, then it takes a creative miracle. Sometimes I don't know. I just say both. Hallelujah. He said, now that's an endowment. Now, and now that was 78. Now in 99, he started explaining a little bit more about those endowments and what we learned from dad for years. Well, a while back, a couple years ago, he got after me. You, ha- you, haven't been, you haven't been ministering to ears. I did minister to Reverend Ricky, and he got, part, he got an impartation of that. He, he, when, I'm in my, when he's in my meetings, I usually have him. I did it at camp meeting. Have him do it. But the Lord got after me. He said, you're going to have to get back into that or else... Hallelujah. First of all, it takes time to minister to people. And you, you preach a long time, you're tired, but then you're going you're gonna to minister to people doing that. Remember Jesus spit on the ground and got some made mud out of a spit and, and put it in that eye socket and filled it up with mud. Now he's going to go down there and wash People say, well, I'm going down to that old dirty water. Besides that, now I got mud in my hole here (laughs) from spit. (laughs) But we've had, we we had, well, one lady I'm thinking about just a few weeks ago over there in St. Louis. She was born without an eardrum. How old was she? 40? 51 or 52 and never heard out of this ear. Well, I, 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 that's when the Lord said, so the, that, that one, one of those nights, I talked about what I'm talking about right now. And she got a whole new eardrum besides a whole bunch of other people. And I mean one after another. It wasn't just a few. It was one right after another because I was obeying God. Amen. So I got to get back more in that healing for, for this era, praise God, get more back into that. Glory be to God, see, with that, get that endowment. But he said there'll be a time in this revival when everybody that comes to our meetings will be healed. Praise God. Now, how, long, how much loss of hearing did you have? Oh, total. Uh-huh. And what's going on now? Better and better every day. Well, just like that lady, see, I stuck my fingers in here, and then I had, I had one finger in the other ear jammed in there. And then I said, come out. I told the deaf spirit, come out and recreate, recreation. Well, she thought she was hearing out of that other ear because they do it so long. You think you're hearing out of that other ear. And when she finally reckoned, huh, didn't she? And it was all black church. They came wild, man. They just, they, they just went. I mean, they went. I had to get up on the platform, man. They just swinging and yelling and screaming. 
<laughs> I didn't want to get hit, man. <laughs> Just, well, I'd have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise, God. praise God. I said praise God. Glory be to God. So that's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to minister to ears. Praise God. I said praise God. So you had zero. Zero. And now she's hearing it's getting better. We've had that as they went. They were healed. You know, sometimes it's instant. Praise God. That's, that's real nice for your newsletters. They get instantly healed, you know, miracle. And we believe in that. But a lot of times, they, as it goes, they get, <coughs> it gets better and better. The Lord told me to come over to her. That's Mom Jones. That's what we call her. Mom Jones. She comes to our place. She gets in the kitchen. And I, I just have, the thing, the, the thing it is, with Tony, he showed me a picture of some sweet pie or some potato sweet pie at the airport. I said, now you're going to share that, aren't you? Where's he at? Anyway, he's out doing something. Uh, yeah, oh, there he is up there. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any. Just remember who your boss is. We haven't seen any, have we? We haven't seen any, have we? We haven't seen any. Have, have you seen any? Have you seen any? We haven't seen any. I mean, you've got to take care of the main preacher here, the main speaker. Stand up. I don't know if I helped you any, but I don't. But see, the, the, the things that pertain to the Spirit, this is just part of, part of that. But dispositions. In 99, he said, I'm working on with angels. Angels are working. You remember when we were here with those angels? That was a start for us. That's when things started changing for us. Because he said, every revival, I send angels to help the men and women of God. Tell, tell, tell my preachers to use. You know, I have my ministering spirits, but this last two years, he, he gave me a heavy. You know what I mean, a heavy? He gave me his name. Used to belong to another minister. And I said, well, how can that belong to me when it belonged to him? He said, well, he don't live here anymore. And he said, just because you died, that, that, those angels that helped the ministry don't leave. They're sent forth on the earth. They're here working until Jesus comes and gave me his name. He said, now you use him for heavy stuff. I got him working, man. I got him working. Amen. Heavy, 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 heavy stuff, you know. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That's why we have to teach who's got our money. The devil's got our money. That's why we're taught to take authority in the name of Jesus. I, I teach people, and it's just as simple as can be. The devil got your money. He's the God of this world. I said, devil, get your hands off of my money. Now, ministering angels, go and cause that money and get it to me, however how you get it to me. You see, he has to release it because he has to, well, anyway, yes. preach his right. sermon. Right. Amen. Yes. I said amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory so, to God. So what we're going to do tonight, a little different, is I'm going to minister to those hard of hearing, deaf or whatever. Come on up here. I'm going to minister to you. 
the way the Lord told me to do it. It's a little, little different anointing. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. I said glory be to God forevermore. So come on up. You having trouble with your ears? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Well, he didn't, he didn't call my what I need. Well, just stick around. We got another week. We'll get to you. Give, give full of the word of God. I mean, we can't preach everything in one night. That's why we have several nights to, to minister. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, what, what was Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. I need some uh, tissue. Somebody got some tissue? Cause I... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God forevermore. Uh, Noel, give me, give me one of those little green mints. Uh, the, uh, the green thing, you know, the strips. Hallelujah, you're going to get close to people. You don't want to knock them over with your breath. You want the power of God. It's part of the work. Don't you, don't you do the same thing? I'm glad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. How you doing, Dad? Oh, I'm doing good. All right. What's wrong with you? What happened? Well, I just got here and just getting off something. Yeah. A lot of words I don't understand. Yeah. Are you married? Oh, yes. Yeah? You think that's the problem? <laughs> well, that could be. What guy said, I can't hear my wife. Well, oh, I hear her. Oh, okay. You hear her. All right. All right. You ready? Oh, there it went right there. Oh, my goodness. In the name of Jesus, deaf spirits. Thank you, Father. Out! I heard that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I was whispering in your ear yeah. over the music. You got it. Yeah. Hallelujah. What's up? I had a brawl when I was young man. This ear is completely closed, and this has about thirty percent ear loss. This is completely closed, and is it uh, no? Uh, I was in a brawl and I got elbowed in the ear. You got elbowed, so it damaged. Did damage? Uh, just something closed the eardrum. They closed it. Oh. In the name of Jesus, death. Yeah. Thank you, Father for recreating that in the name of you. Hold him up, hold him up. Somebody hold him up, hold him up. Oh, pay attention to what I'm saying. In the name of Jesus. Well, I get, now you gotta get him back up. I gotta finish what I was doing. Told you to hold him up. Hallelujah. Amen. In the name, in the name of Jesus, I command this ear open. So how much loss of hearing did you have? About 70. 70? I whispered over the music and he heard me. Hallelujah. All right, now you can let him go down. Hallelujah. You know, it's just like doing a dentist and jumping up out of the chair. I'm not done. Amen. What's up? 
Yeah, working in the factory. How much? How lost? How much loss of hearing? Fifty something. Forty in the name of. Oh, there it went right there. Praise God, that spirit. Out. Out. I use it. What's up? What's wrong with it? Concussion and how much loss of hearing? I don't know, but I, if I plug this ear, I don't hear. You can't hear? All right, we're going to plug this ear up. In the oh, there it went. Just fire jump. In the name of Jesus, deaf spirits. Out! Say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don't shake your head at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I can hear. I can hear. Yeah, there you go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. What you need? Huh? Yeah. Loss of hearing in the name. Hey, deaf spirits. Out. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What's wrong? Ringing in the, hair, in the name of, oh my good deaf spirits. Out! Now, well, how many people did we minister that night in St. Louis? It had to be over 100 people, huh? It had to be over 100 people, a lot of people. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. How much loss of hearing do you have? I just don't hear the words very well. I can hear words, but I don't hear what they say. You can't hear what they're saying. I notice you. Can you take those? Uh, they're off. Uh, they're off. Yes, I, I got to get my finger in there. Yeah, take them off if you would. In the name of Jesus. Well, there it went right there. Deaf spirits. Out! Praise the Lord. Amen. I can hear. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Thank Him. I'm just a fetish guy. Lord, what's up? In the name of Joe, oh, there it went right there. Open and healed in Jesus' name. What's up? How much? Forty. In the name of oh, there it went right there. That's fair. Open. <laughs> What's up? That ear right there. Oh my goodness. Oh. Hallelujah. What's up? I have a hard time with this ear. You have what? A hard time with this ear. What? what loss of hearing or what? Uh, just a hard hearing. Yeah. In the name. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> One right through you. In the name of Jesus. Open. Praise the Lord. I In Jesus' name. What's up? Clicking. Yeah, clicking in the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. Ah! 
Let's put our hands up and praise Him. Give Him praise. Give Him glory. Give Him glory. Give Him praise. The pastoral anointing, the apostle anointing, the prophet's anointing, the evangelist, the teacher, it's, it's being sped up. It's being sped up. Things are being sped up for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if I helped you, but I sure helped myself. Put your hands up and give him praise. Give him glory. Hallelujah. Amen. You got something? The anointing is working in me. It's the anointing working in me the anointing is working in me to set me totally free sing it with us the anointing is working in me I believe it the anointing night but there'll be a night of course we got the fire to deal with it's going to come the spirit of God said that had a little bit of it last night but uh, one night I, I talk about creative miracles and I minister to people with you know uh, bones are not there they got bolts and screws and stuff and God and a lot of them high percentage God takes that out and puts a new bone in. We got testimony after testimony after testimony in that. See, I, I got I got I got I I got in trouble many several times with God, but one time I got in trouble in just uh, identifying the anointing and how to minister. See. How, how, Lord help me, that I could put it in words. I, if, it's one thing to have the, have the anointing on you, but it's another if you don't know how, what the job description and how to work it to benefit people. If you're just anointed, you know, the anointing is to, to set people free. So you, we have to learn, and then with this new wave, it has a different job description than what it has. One job description of it, it's, it's weightier, it's different. It affects my body differently than it did before. And, I, I, and I'm learning. Because I, I don't, 
I have nobody to go to to talk about it that, you know, like I did before. So I have to be a big boy and learn how to use it. You understand what I'm talking about? It's the same thing in pastoring. I was in a meeting and and nothing was working. Have you, you preachers ever come out to preach and you come on four bald ti uh, uh, flat tires, the engine blew up and no spare? I know I've had some of those meetings where I'd just rather just say, all right, be blessed and dismiss them, you know, and preach it. <laughs> I mean, you know, what I, you, know, you know what I'm talking about, come in four flat tires and, you know, just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, one night I was doing that. I was holding one of those crusades I was telling you about, a little different than I did when I first started. But, and, and I mean, it was, I, I mean, I was struggling just myself. Now, tonight, I mean, even the pastor, before he got to the hotel, the anointing came in his car. We were just all toasted before we got here by the anointing of God. So it was anointing. But I, I, I had that meeting and, and I had Ray Jean Wilson ministering and I'm sitting over on the, on the chair and I said, there just ain't a bit of, sometimes you've got to preach by faith or no anointing or something like that. But I knew there was something, something was wrong. So I had Ray Jean, he sing a couple songs like they do. But the, uh, what is your saying, you know, with dad? He'd go, another one, huh? Another sing one? Sing something else. Huh? Say, sing something else. Yeah, you know, just another one, another one. So after about eight songs, <laughs> I about wore out his singing thing. You know, God's on the platform, everything, you know, trying to get that thing to kick in. <laughs> and I said, it wasn't kicking in. So I had this, I had a Pentecostal gal that played the B3 organ. See, I love the B3. It just, it likes my flick, if you know what I mean by that. <laughs> And, 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 uh, and I never give her a mic. She sings out loud, but I never give her a mic because she'll start testifying what the devil's been doing. She's old-time Pentecostal. She's like, oh, pray for me. The devil's been after me all week. See, we don't need to hear what the devil did. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever had some of those? I mean, she had a Tower of Babel haircut. I mean, she'd get going, that thing would be waving. Man, that thing, I said, boy, that thing's going to come undone pretty soon here. But boy, could she play that B3. My goodness. So I had her. I said, you know, uh, go ahead. She didn't know what you meant. You have something, you know, because she said, but, but she could play that B3. I said, play something on her. She got going on that thing. And, and th this is the truth. They had a Leslie on the platform. It was a woman's auxiliary club. And that glory, a light blue cloud came out of that. And it came around like this. It had an orchestra pit. So you, we had to bring people up on the platform a three-night meeting to minister to them. And that, and that anointing, I said, whoa, we're in it now, boy. Praise God for her. She, she, she hit it. Came around, had anointing. And Jesus, it seemed like he had legs 15 feet long. I mean, and he stepped out of that cloud like that, like he did uh, at that church I was telling you, my first church. He came out of that cloud and fire shot out of his eyes and said, if you continue the way you're going, if you continue the way you're going, 
at, uh, in, in the end of that area, I, th I think it was in the, I think it was the 90s. At the end of the 90s, uh, you'll be dead. I said, I'm having a meeting here for you, <laughs> for your glory, and here I'm getting rebuked. Well, I'm glad he did later on. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said, you're not, now, oh, this is what I want to say. He said, you're not using your anointing skillfully. You remember Dad Hagen saying, if some of you are following Brother Hagen, you guys would know. He said that Jesus told, is this right? Jesus told him that many of my ministers don't get into the first phase of their ministry. Is that pretty, pretty close? We're, we're all working on the percentage. You know, we're still all listening to tapes and to get that. But he did say that most of my ministers don't get in the first phase. And because of that, they, they, they die, a lot of them die at middle-aged. Well, I don't know about you, that got my attention. Now, I'm not middle-aged, and I'm not old-aged, but I am between there. And I keep thinking, well, praise God, I got on the other side of that because I took that discipline. Yes. Amen. Remember he said that? Well, I'm glad that he warned me. You know, it's dangerous to come up to light and walk away from it. It's dangerous to come to a church like this and get an offense and leave when you have enough word in you to know better. I don't understand people. They go back, and, you know, and after a while, you see their families on dope. They're going, to, going through a divorce. Well, they were going through a divorce when they came to our church, but they got full of the Word of God. But because of an offense, they left. They came up the light, but they left it. Don't shout me down as I'm preaching right now. He got back in, he got back in that cloud and, the, and that client went back around, went back in that Leslie. Now people would think, well, I'd do something with that Leslie and get that thing to come out all the time. One time I was in a Holiday Inn. Uh, Pat Harrison, Buddy Harrison, Bob Lemon, if he was here, he'd tell you this. He was just at our camp meeting. He'll tell you a lot of experience I had in the early 70s. I'm getting back into it. One night I was at Buddy's church in Tulsa, came all the way, had a high platform, walked all the way out in midair, turned around and went back and walked there and everybody fell out under the power of God and I didn't even know I did it. I said, no, get out of it. Oh, yes, you did. I had that, we were, <laughs> we were getting back into the strange acts of God. Strange to the mental mind, but not in the spirit. And now here we're dead as a doornail again. I don't know what I preached. I asked my wife the other day, what did I preach? She said, I don't remember. I came back two more nights. Now, I should have known better, but I was down. Have you ever felt like you, you, you failed God? You know, the devil jumped in there on that. Well, I finished up on a Friday night. Saturday, I get on a plane. I'm going to Ronnie Sims' church. Well, she's in heaven now. Joel Sims, pastor of his church. He was a close friend of mine. He picked me up at the airport. We went and had lunch. Then I went back to the room and praying. I'm pray I'm, see, I'm going to preach Sunday night. Now, if I'm not preaching Sunday morning, 
then I come to church. You know, if you're doing it. See, if I wasn't going to go, go preach for your pastor, I'd be here sitting here and listen to you preach. See if you got anything. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You got something. I'm just teasing you. Hallelujah. Some people were getting serious. I had to get them to laugh. You know, you know sometimes you got to be a comedian, you know, just to get people laughing. You get them laughing, they receive better. I wasn't laughing at me, so I got, so we went out to lunch, and, and, you know, and we're just talking, and he's talking about his new building he's going to build, or building, and then that, that, that night, God came in my room, he didn't appear to me, he's now, by the Holy Ghost, he's now, I'm going to tell you where you're missing it, well, I appreciate that, you know, if you're telling you're missing it, don't, you know, if you, have, if you go to a church and tell you don't do this and don't do that and don't tell you why not to do it, you know, you want information. Well, why? That's right. Well, bring it out in the Word, you know, and teach me. Because right. I was saying, now don't do this and don't do that, and, you know, without telling you why and the consequences of it. And, and then tell me how I can't, how, how to keep me from doing that. And the yeah. biggest thing is praying in the Holy Ghost, mortifying the deeds of the flesh, and yes. renewing your mind. There's two things. Yes. You'll go on with the things of God. There's just two nuggets right there. You could do it. Pray a lot in the Holy Ghost. Well, I have, I have trouble. You know, I'm single, and I have trouble with my mind. Well, you got to mortify the deeds by praying in the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's good. Cold showers just won't do it. Because you'll warm up after you get out of the shower. Anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you still haven't got over the saran wrap from last night. I got news that they sold out in the store. No, I didn't. <laughs> Listen, these are nuggets, I'm telling you, for longevity. He said, now, he said, now, uh, he said, see, you're, you're like your mother. Well, see, he brought my mother. He knew my mother. He said, your mother... You remember she had paper sacks. She'd put, she'd go to the store but, and then save the sacks. And then she'd take the sack out and cook chicken, fried chicken. And she had this big old, you know, those iron skillets. Not these little cheap things, but iron skillet. And then, you know, they got this, uh, I forgot the name of it. It's on the tip of my tongue, but lard. They put, remember the white lard that killed our dads with high cholesterol? Crisco. Uh, Crisco. That's it. Because we used to save their cans and put our pennies in. But anyway. And he was saying, you're like your mother. You see, and you, you shake it either with cornmeal or, or, or my mother, you flour. And, and get all that grease and then put the chicken in there and fry it. Yeah. Mm-hmm-hmm. <laughs> you cook chicken too? Where's, where's Tony hiding out at? Oh, oh, he... <laughs> You haven't brought no chicken over either? I don't know, man. I think you'd take care of your, take care of the man of God, huh? Anyway, I, I, I'm going to quit here in a bit. This is important. He said that's what a lot of, the, he said Pentecostals, charismatic, and word of faith, but you put all these gifts in one bag and you shake it up. And it dilutes the power of them when you don't learn every description. He said, now, 
he said, you missed it over that meeting. Well, see, I want to know where did I miss it. If I miss it, I can make the correction. You know, it's all terrible. Don't fornicate. Don't fornicate. Well, tell me how I can keep from fornicating. You know, until I get a wife or something like that. You know, tell me how to do it. Don't tell me how to. You understand what I'm talking about? Anyway. So he, 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 said, he said, you advertise. Now listen, you advertise prayer for the sick every night. And I'm thinking, and your point is, he said, I didn't anoint your hand to, to use it for prayer. That's prayer for the sick is right. But he said, the anointing I put in your hand is to transmit healing power. See, when they come up there, they think you're just going to pray for them. But if you'll, if you'll tell them about the healing anointing, you remember how Brother Hagin used to tell about transmitting? See, he would explain how it works. If you listen, he'd explain how it works. Then he told me, now when you feel that anointing, leave your hand, just say, that's it, that's it. Then it's on their side. Keep the switch of faith turning. Remember another thing he said. Uh, 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 he said that when that anointing goes in you, that equals healing. Do you remember that? Maybe you can tell me a little bit more about it. Amen. But I mean, he said that equals healing. As far as Jesus is concerned and you're concerned, they're healed because that anointing. That's why we sing songs. That anointing's working in me. You hear them? That's working in me. They were singing tonight. That anointing. Well, I didn't hear anything. No, that anointing's working. Just say that anointing's working in me. That anointing, you got to say it to move it. You got to say it to move it. You, you, you heard Mom Jones, she's talking about, well, it, it's getting better every day. Praise Well, that anointing's working. There's instant, we praise God for that. But that anointing, you remember I came over because God said, just ask her what she wants and I'm going to give it to her. Huh? Should have brought your whole list. Yeah. So she's taking that's what a mama. Well, I should have brought my list. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lord, I want you to hit my son, Tony. Get him worked up. Get him straightened out. <laughs> see, just that. And he said, you keep that on. You, you. See, that's why a lot of times in churches where a lot of them get off, they go see somebody else do it, then they get off of their plan, what God told them. What did God tell you to do in your place? That's right. There you go. There's our answer. That's right. Amen. That's right. So that helped me. So I took that and everything and all the things that I do that I get the right job description. Glory be to God. I said, glory be to glory God. That help you? Glory to God. That help you? I remember, you see, I was just young. I didn't know no better. I mean, at least I know a little better now. But I, I used to watch Catherine Kuhlman. I used to go to her meetings. So I thought you'd get the, this is just what I thought. I was hungry. And, I, I, and I'd get up to my pulpit, my people, a handful of people then. I said, have you been waiting for me? You know, I don't know if some of you remember, she had those long, I didn't wear a dress, but I had those long, <laughs> have you been, I mean, she was something else. Then I was watching Earl Roberts, and I noticed you know, he had long ears. He was Indian, he had long ear. yeah, they hanging down. He didn't wear no earrings, but they hung down, man. And I'd watch him sometimes, he'd preach, he'd go like that. So I said, that's it. 
So when I was preaching, I'd grab my ear. <laughs> then I got connected with Brother Copeland. And I'd come out there, glory to God, hallelujah, with my cowboy boots on. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I got there. See, it's the hunger. It was the hunger. It's the hunger. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. We, we were, had lunch today and we were talking around it and some nuggets came out. You know, nuggets that you, for longevity. We were talking about, you know, your, your, uh, uh, your vineyard. Anyway. Put your hands up and give him praise. Now, what, what is this? This ain't the, the, the teacher's anointing. This is the prophet's anointing. Revelation coming out of that prophet's anointing and speaking. It's different than, 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 than teaching. Teaching is very valued. We need it. But it, that, anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know. I, I just, I haven't got to release to turn it over to the pastor. I, I just feel there's somebody possibly in pain here tonight, real lot of pain. Who would that be? A lot of pain. I'm not talking about a light headache or something. I'm talking about some pain. How is, it? is that you? Or are you just praising God? Oh, okay. Praise God. Out of this little girl, is she just praising God? Or is she, she's in pain? Oh, okay. Hallelujah. Lord, help me. I just, there's something. You have something that would fit in here that there's just something that I'm missing here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see a, a surgery coming up, and I see on an operation room, I see, is there somebody who's about ready to have surgery here in a little bit? Who would that be? Who would that be? Hallelujah. I'm a man. I can miss it, I know, but I, at least I'd rather, you know, at least I'm trying to help people. Even if I did miss it, I'm still trying to help people. You know what I'm doing? I'm just seeing what I'm seeing. But most of the time, my wife says, she said, you say that, but he said, there's people that come up after. Well, that was me, but I didn't want to come up or I was embarrassed. Or, you know, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This first week was a lot of fun. Amen. Good anointing. I'm enjoying myself. I'm refreshed. I said I'm refreshed. But you pray for uh, 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 Brother Jones. If he doesn't give me any pie, you pray for him. He will suffer. Well, give him a shout and give him praise. Glory to God. I did not praise him. <laughs>